Are you a mum looking for some parenting inspiration, tips and advice, stories on the ups and downs we face in our lives as parents, some humour and a little bit of fun? Then you may have just found what you're looking for. Hi and welcome to the Parenting in the Thick of It show. I'm your host Louise Clark, a certified parent coach known to many as your parenting partner. As a mum to three teenagers, you can bet I've probably been there, done that and heard it all. Trust me, there'll be few things that I haven't experienced firsthand. I created this podcast because I just love to help mums like you find ways to navigate life in the thick of it and find a way out of it. Episode 509. What do kids today have in common with celebrities? I was just thinking about this the other day and came to this realization that there's such similarities between our kids today and celebrities. And I'm talking about in terms of their, their, the way in which their lives are completely public. Nothing is private for them. The difference between them is that the celebrities do not want the paparazzi around and they're trying to keep their life public a private but kids are they have almost like a self-induced paparazzi effect because they make everything public so we have one group that don't want everything publicized and are desperately trying to hide behind closed doors and not be seen and not be filmed and have some sort of private life and we know that the effects of, the, of that on them, that they can't have a private life, a personal life, without it being spread over the tabloids, we know what that does to them. It's really hard for them. I mean, I, I don't know because I'm, I'm no celebrity, but we know that it's, it's just really tough. They can't go to the store. They can't go out for dinner without people taking photographs of them and people saying things about them. The Meghan and Harry uh, interview recently is just proof of that. And them trying to, you know, remain more private and have a private life, it's next to impossible. On the flip side of that, we have our kids today. They make, they have nothing private in their life through them choosing to make everything public. So I'm calling it the self-induced paparazzi effect that the social media and the access to phones has had on our kids. They are always wanting to share everything because they're wanting the external validation of whatever they put out there. They want people to like it. They want people to think they're pretty or thin or a good photographer or a great skier or a, you know, look at my puppy. Isn't she cute? But look at me too. And what's with this fad where young girls take pictures of themselves with their tongues out? I'm not sure I understand that, but it is something that is a very real problem. And as a result of that, guess what's happening to our youth? Look at the statistics on anxiety and depression and sadly, suicide, suicide ideation. It is skyrocketing. The, in the social dilemma, they mentioned some statistics on the increase in anxiety in 
tweens, I think, is about 400%, and in teens, around 300%. In the Childhood 2.0, The Living Experiment, in that documentary, they are they talk about the increase in cases being seen in ENRs all over the world where kids are being taken in there because they just cannot cope. They're threatening to take their lives. They are self-harming. We have to look at why. And I believe a lot of it is because of the anxiety that being in these social media platforms induces in them the strive to be perfect. It's an illusion. We know it doesn't exist, but they want to post the perfect picture in every way. They are continuously comparing themselves to everybody else. They are terrified if they miss out. So if they're not on their phones, they are anxious. If they are on their phones, they're anxious. There is no way out of it. These guys are are up a creek without a paddle. They are caught between a rock and a hard place. And so if we suddenly just take the phones away from them, then we can cause an increase in anxiety. So how do we do it? It's very, very difficult. But think about it. Nothing in their lives is private anymore. Most of them have Snapchat and buried within Snapchat is Snap Maps. My son actually told me the other day we were driving and he went, oh, look, mum, my car's green today on Snapchat, on Snap Maps. And I went, what are you talking about? And he goes, well, you know, if you're in, if your map, Snap Maps open and you're in a car, it shows that you're in a car. And because today's St. Patrick's Day, my car's green. Isn't that cool? And I'm like, uh, so you're telling me? And he went, yeah. And look, he said, a girl in my class is going to pass us really soon. We were on the highway between Vancouver and Whistler. And he said, she's in her car and she's heading south. And we're in our car and we're heading north. And I'm, I looked at, I didn't look at him. I had my eyes on the road. But I said to him, do you think that's good? You know everybody's every move. Do you want your friends to know you're in a car now? And he said, well, unbelievable, huh? And I said, yes. And he goes, if I go to a tennis court, it puts a tennis racket in my hand. And I'm like, so if you sit on the toilet, does it have you sitting on a toilet seat? And he looked at me and he laughed and he goes, no. I said, well, there's not much that you're not telling the world if you have your snap maps on. But can you imagine the pressure that this is putting on them? This, you know, it's it's no different to the the pressure that the paparazzi puts on celebrities. And we know that a lot of celebrities turn to drink and drugs and and they have, you know, high rates of addiction. And we have to ask why? Because their life is so stressful. Being in the public eye all the time with no privacy is very, very stressful. And look at what's happening with our kids. They are in the public eye. They are never offline. Something is recording their every move and showing it on a map. They have a camera on them all the time. And they are wanting to post everything about what they do. Here's what I have for breakfast. Here's what I have for lunch. Here's who I'm walking to the shops with. Now I'm in a car. Now I'm on a tennis court. It's showing me I'm on the mountain, so I must be skiing. I talk a bit about skiing because I live in a ski resort. But can you see what the the rich and famous and celebrities have in common with our kids or our kids have in common with these the rich and famous? 
So what are we going to do about it? I think the only thing we can do, well, there's a few things we can do. One is if you're really struggling, you know, I can help you with some some coaching as to how you might be able to get your kids off their phones a bit more and back out into, you know, doing what other things rather than being online. And the other thing that you can do is you can educate your kids. But, you know, many teenagers don't want to hear it from us. So it's how do we educate them in a way that they will listen? Now, In the Car is perfect. And this conversation I had was was a, a great conversation and he could go nowhere. They can't go anywhere where where, when they are in the car. So it gives you the opportunity to have more of a chat. How you enter the conversation is key. You know, if I'd, if I'd been, you know, I kind of approached it that, that moment. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, really? You want that? Kind of thing. Versus like, I don't know why you do that. And I, all, I, I often put a bit of humor in it. And then I asked them lots of questions. Are you happy with that? Are you happy with your entire, you know, everyone who's friendly with you in Snapchat or however, however it works? You're happy with them knowing your every move? Your every move. And he goes, no. I said, so what are you going, what are you going to do? So he does choose to put his Snap Maps off every now and again. But I know he puts it back on to see where everyone is. And then he feels miserable if he is not where the crowd is. So I have to help him in that moment. But I think we can educate them and we can share with them just the fact that there are certain things that need to be kept behind closed doors, not to post everything. And when it comes to sending nudes, don't get me started. I had no idea it was as prevalent as it is. And if you're unaware of this, the extent to which these kids are sending I believe, inappropriate photographs of each other through these various platforms, then you need to watch the um, Childhood 2.0, the living experiment. If you just throw it into a browser, you'll come to a, a, a website and the website is gives you access to watch the documentary from there. It's about an hour and a half, but your eyes will be open. I, I did a podcast episode on it. I can't remember which number it was, but you can go back and hear my summary if you haven't got time to watch it for yourself. But we have to know what these kids are doing and the extent to which they're doing things, posting things, sharing things, making highly personal things public, sharing pictures of themselves, sharing things on their phones without asking those who they are possibly going to share a photograph of, if it's okay to share that photograph. There's so much we can do. We need to drip feed this to our kids, not sit them down for a one-hour lecture at a time, but just drip feed it in. Ask them every now and again, have you got your snap maps on? Yeah. You sure you want to? Do you want everyone to know you're going to the dentist? Or do you want everyone to know that you're at the doctor's? And if they say no, say, well, why don't you just switch your maps off for a bit? You know, you just enjoy the, the, um, the, the privacy. Just like the celebrities want to enjoy privacy. They don't want the paparazzi at their door the whole time. But these kids have the paparazzi in their phones. And the paparazzi effect is self-induced by them. So I, I just wanted to have a chat about that and bring it to your awareness. I'm sure you know, but I think the more times we hear this, the more fresh it is in our minds, the more we can 
perhaps find solutions to it, help educate our kids, and above all, set boundaries around their phone use, hold the limits, whatever it is you've set, and expect pushback. They're not going to like it, but if we want to safeguard our kids from the, the effects of too much time immersed in the virtual world and social media platforms, we have to be the ones that take control. We have to be the ones that steer the ship, captain the ship, and be there for them to help them manage it better and to help them hopefully mitigate the risk of them developing anxiety and God forbid depression and anything worse. So if you've enjoyed this or you know someone who needs help, then share share this podcast with them. Tell them they can go there. There's 509 episodes now with close to 600,000 downloads of this show. It is one of the most listened to podcast parenting podcasts out there. So spread the news. And if you have enjoyed it, head over onto iTunes, rate and review it because that helps it jump up the the podcast ranks and get this information out to people who really need it. So thank you again for listening. I always enjoy um, chatting to you and there might just be time for you to get into the next round of group coaching if you're interested because this podcast is airing on Thursday the, what is the date today when I'm doing this? It's, I've lost track of the date. It's Thursday the 8th. So this podcast is going to go out on Thursday the 8th and the new round of group coaching starts on Monday the 12th. So there's no time like the present. If you're thinking, I know I should do it, I keep saying no, then why don't you say yes and hop over into the podcast show notes, grab the link, sign up, put your deposit down. In fact, if you're joining this late, you'll have to pay for it in full. It's $450, but a $100 deposit and grab your space and join me on Monday where I will be seeing you live for two hours a week for the next six weeks. So thanks again for listening. I always enjoy chatting to you. Till next time, bye for now. That's it for today's episode on the Parenting in the Thick of It show. If you enjoyed the show, please do share it with your friends and family. And remember, if you find yourself stuck in the thick of it and can't see a way out of it, please send me an email. I would love to help you. My email is louise at yourparentingpartner.com. And don't forget to take a look at the Parenting in the Thick of It family organizer that I created. It's an evergreen family calendar guaranteeing 12 months of use from whenever you start. It also includes beautifully illustrated, informative and interactive monthly parenting theme pages to guide you through the year. It's the perfect organizer for busy families to keep track of all their activities, plus help parents be the best parent they can be. It's more than just a calendar. You can find the link for this and the other social media platforms that I am on below the description in this episode. Thank you so much for listening today and I look forward to being with you all soon. Bye for now.